Hello, welcome to The Other Side of Fear. I'm Emily Kesterson. I'm so happy you're here today. So happy to be here with you. So today I wanna to talk about possibilities and what is possible, what you can manifest, what you can create, the just the insane things that are available to you that you can't even see. And one of the quotes that I heard, you've heard me say this before, if you've been following my podcast or anything like that, or if you follow me on Facebook, and I heard this before I even really started my healing journey. And it was a pastor and he said, how I see it is not how it is. It's just how I see it. And I loved that because my whole life, everything was about me being right. And how I see it is clearly the truth. It's clearly fact. And so I had no ability to look outside the box, think outside the box. I really didn't feel like I, could, I couldn't see things from other people's perspectives. I was just so hyper-focused on this one perspective that I saw things through. And that was fact. That was right. And I would fight to the death on that. And so to hear this quote, how I see it is not how it is. It's just how I see it kind of opened that door for me. I'm like, well, damn, if this is how I see it, then like, what are the other possibilities? What are the other options? And I really think that even though I didn't really officially start on my healing journey at that point, it really started softening me. I started to soften to the idea of, you know, maybe with sexuality, how I see it is not really how it is. I'm seeing all of these people that are free, all of these people that have all of this, you know, experience and all of these lessons that they've learned. And I'm over here like, you know, thinking that I has to be done this certain way and I have to, you know, do this the right way. And so that it cracked open that aspect of my life. But then also too, like I started to learn about what manifestation was. I didn't know what manifestation meant. I didn't realize that I had been manifesting my whole life. Like in honest to God, I thought manifestation was cultish. I thought like, you know, you start using those terms and I'm like, this is cultish. This is wacky. You know, I just anything outside of the realm of like the Bible and the Christian church was too far out there. But then I started to feel in my soul that God other people are saying that they manifested this and they manifested that. Well, clearly the things that I've manifested in my life are not great, you know, at that point in my life. I'm like, this is not great. Like I have, and I had to start taking responsibility for the choices that I had made to get there. So it really opened the door to the idea of the law of attraction and um, really learning that the energy that you give out is the energy that you get back. And when I really started to open that door, the possibilities became endless and the possibilities were so exciting. And when I was in that energy of anything is possible and I can do anything, I had so much energy and I had so much optimism and I had such a good attitude. I had such an abundant mindset. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I'm going to make it happen. It was like a little kid. It's like seriously like a little kid. My kids are... I swear to God, kids are smarter than us. They're so much more intuitive and they know, they're they so much more clear on what feels good to them and doesn't, what they want, what they don't want, what is fun and what isn't fun. Like they're so clear on that. My oldest is losing uh, his first tooth and I swear to God, like it makes me emotional because 
It's so fucking cute. He, so it was right before bed the other night and we wiggle his teeth every night to check because he's six, he's six and a half. So a lot of his friends have lost teeth and he hasn't. And so we're like patiently waiting for him to lose it, you know, to get a wiggly tooth. And, and I felt it the other night. I was like, oh, you have a wiggly tooth. And we started freaking out. And so there was so much ruckus in the house before bed. And my three-year-old just kept running out of the bedroom and he would say, Bunsen has a wiggly tooth. And like they wouldn't go to sleep and it was just so funny. But like the sparkles in his eyes, it was like, it was something new and it was cool and it was exciting. And he's like, mom, I'm going to eat an apple for breakfast to see if my tooth falls out. And ever since that, even last night, he kept asking me tons of questions because it hasn't fallen out yet. But like, um, is it going to hurt? And how does the new tooth come in? And it is just so pure to me. Like, he's just so curious, kind of freaked out, (laughs) but so excited. And every time I look at adults and I like look at myself, I'm like, oh my God, we worry so fucking much and we make so much drama out of the dumbest shit. And we like put our focus on such ridiculous things that we completely block fun. We completely block love. We completely block abundance because we're so in our heads. And I still do this. I still get stuck in my head and start to worry. And I think for me, the biggest thing I know when I'm stuck in my head and when I've totally disconnected from my body, it's I start to think about the past. I have conversations in my head that aren't happening right now. Not like a crazy person, but like, you know, where you're like, I should have said this. I should have said that. Or remember when this happened. Or I go into the future and I start to um, fantasize about the things that I don't have right now and think about how happy I'm going to be when I have those things. And both of those take me, like separate me from what's true now and what is, and where in the present moment, the present moment and everything that I have right now, because right now in this moment, the truth is I'm perfect. I'm not perfect, perfect. You know what I'm saying? But I was created perfect. I, every, the place that I am right now, the place that I'm in right now is exactly where I need to be. And Something that has helped me so much is to think about my higher self because the way that I view it, and again, how I see it is not how it is. It's just how I see it. So don't get all fucking like fixated on just my perception. This is just the way I see it. But I love this because this really makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that all we are all connected and we're all made of energy and we all have a soul. And I really do feel like we're experiencing, we're having this human experience, but we're so much more than this human experience. Our soul is, is God. It is source. It is the universe. We are innately that. And we're having this human experience. And in this human experience is pain fear, sadness, happiness, excitement, adventure, pleasure. We have all this, these complex emotions in this experience. And I look, I really view my higher self, the, you know, this kind of enlightened version, the soul version of me, that is God, that is source, that is the universe, looking down on herself, right? Because she's like, it's like a different dimension. 
And she's watching herself have this human experience. And I look at it the same way that I look at my kids. I'm watching my children. (laughs) I'm going to get so emotional. Oh my God. I'm watching my children have this human experience. And for them right now, it's like the silly things. It's like losing a tooth or, um, Benson kicked his ball over the fence at school the other day and lost his ball, you know, and that's devastating to him. And I'm watching the fear and the pain and the laughter and the excitement and the pleasure and the joy. And at no point am I looking at my kids and saying, you're not perfect, so you don't deserve love, or um, judging them, or persecuting them, you know, I'm looking at them, and I'm fully accepting, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a perfect mom, it's not like, you know, when I'm trying to cook dinner, and they're all up my ass, and I freak out, you know, like, of course, I'm human too, but I'm just saying, generally speaking, as I look at my kids evolve, I think beautiful, happy, accepting, supporting, loving thoughts about their journey. And the way I look at myself as a parent, it's my job to support them. It's my job to help them and guide them. But ultimately, I'm here to support them in their happiness. And that, they're not mine. I don't own them. I get to do this. And so I look at them with such love and compassion and empathy overall, you know. And so in what world do we think that God and our higher self and is looking down on us and saying, you idiot, you shouldn't have done that. Now you've really fucked it up. Now you can't come back. Now I don't love you. Now you don't deserve this. But when it comes to ourselves, we have no compassion. I was, Craig and I had a really deep conversation about this the other day because in my healing, um, what something that had come up was like forgiving, forgiving my parents. And again, I had a great, I had great parents and I had a great family and a great upbringing, but I had a lot of unforgiveness towards my parents for things that I thought they should have done differently to show me love, right? Because nobody's perfect and no human being is going to show another human being the perfect love. That's not their job. But that did traumatize me. I did have pain and I did have emotions and I did have unforgiveness and and all that. So that I took on as my responsibility because I'm, I'm only responsible for myself. So I took responsibility of my healing and really dealing with those emotions. And I would say I'm still doing that like still there you know I'm still on this journey of like accepting and forgiving and um and really just allowing things to be as they are you know and so in one of my um you know kind of a, a moment for me was I could so easily you know forgive my dad I could so easily look at him as a little kid and I would never hurt my dad. You know, I would never like, I just look at even looking at pictures of him. I have so much compassion and love and, and acceptance for him. But when I look at myself as a child, I'm like, you should have done better. You should have known and you should just suck it up. So I have no compassion for myself. You know, I had no compassion for myself. And that really opened my eyes because if I am, and we are, we're in this constant state of criticism and judgment because we're not perfect and we fail and we do shit we regret and we say shit. I, God, the things that I have said in the past that I regret, the things that I have done in the past that I regret, like the list is a mile long. And, but if I'm sitting in this place of criticism and judgment and, um, you know, 
not accepting myself because I'm a human, I'm literally preventing myself. I'm stunting my growth. If we, if you see a child who's abused, their growth is stunted. They can't, their brains cannot develop properly. They cannot physically develop properly because they're not getting the love and support that they need. And so we are the same way. We are, it's, I swear to God, we're like little kids. Little kids are, are just like us. And so if we're constantly criticizing and constantly judging and we're hurting ourselves and we're preventing ourselves from growing. So when we look at this, the possibilities being endless, and I love this quote, this lights me up. If you can think, and it's not a quote, I'm paraphrasing, but it's just like a concept. If you can think it in your brain, if you can come up with this idea of something happening, then it's already a possibility in the quantum realm. If you can think it, and so say, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. So say like manifesting your soulmate. If you can think, and this was this was something that was easy for me, not other things were not as easy for me, but this one came to me really fast, and that is manifesting my soulmate. So if I'm single and I look into, or I'm, you know, coming up with this idea of what I want my life to be like. I want to be, you know, when my partner hugs me, I want to feel safe. I want his arms to feel strong and I want to feel supported and I want to make love and feel that connection, which by the way, side note, women, you deserve to be with a man that you can make love with and have connection and and explore your spirituality. I mean, I feel like Craig and I are just like skimming the surface on that. Like I just feel, but I just feel like the openness and the growth and like the, I can tell him anything and I know he's not gonna judge me. He might not agree with me, but he's not gonna judge me and he's open to that. He, you know, he loves that, that side and so, you deserve that. You deserve to be with a man that doesn't shame you for the way that you think. Or we were watching a movie last night. I'm getting off track, but I have to tell you this. And the guy, this uh, dad was talking to his daughter and they're working on their communication. The dad was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect you. I value your opinion. And I was like, Craig, that's like you trying when we like talk about cars and shit. I'm like, this is the car I want. And he's like, no, like that's an awful choice. And and so I, I was like, that's like you and when we're picking out cars is so funny. Um, but ultimately it's like we deserve that. So if we're look, if you're single and you're looking into the future and you're like, you know, or you're fantasizing, you're coming up with this big like, idea of what you want. It's a strong, steady, safe man who has this shit together. He's independent. He's in his divine masculine, right? And you can feel this and you can, you know, kind of even picture what he looks like or his habits or whatever. That's already a possibility. That is one, that is a possibility, an option that you can choose. You can choose that. But the reason we don't choose that is our lack of faith, our, our, how I see it. When we're in the mode of how I see it is exactly how it is, then you can't possibly see it a different way. If the, if the way that you look at life is, okay, here, I'm staring at my computer. This is the only possibility is this computer, me staring at it right now. It's like, well, you can't see, you can't read between the lines. You can't see the bigger picture. 
And so if we can, if we can step back and say, okay, how I see it is not how it is. And then I can choose a different possibility. So I want to choose this possibility. Then I can stay focused on that possibility and call that into my reality and into my existence. And we unknowingly manifest every single day. It's just, are you manifesting the things that you want? Are you manifesting love and, and possibilities and abundance and fun and excitement and adventure? Or are you manifesting pain and confusion and guilt and negativity and low energy? So we're unknowingly manifesting every day. And what I'm saying is you get to shift your perspective. You get to look at the abundant possibilities that are, that are in front of you and focus on those things. But that takes training and it takes work and it takes focus. And it and the biggest thing for me that affects me, and I've learned to not apologize for this, is I can't spend time with people that have a broke mindset. And by broke, I mean like literally financially broke. Like if you're financially broke and all you talk about is how broke you are and how you know poor me and, and all you talk about is like money going away. It's like I can't be around that because I am so focused on my wealth mindset that I have an abundance of money coming to me already. It is me. It is in my future. It is in my now. If that's what I'm focusing on, then I have like somebody in my ear chirping about like all of this, you know, scarcity. That's really going to affect me. So I'm very careful about who I spend time with. I keep the main thing, the main thing. And that my top three priorities are work, which is this, right? It's sharing love with women. It's helping women. It's, you know, um, being an example of love and of the possibilities. And and so then when I say work, it's like my job is my passion. It's amazing. So that's one of my priorities, my relationship with Craig and my kids. Those are my top three priorities, not necessarily in that order, of course, kids being first. And so, sorry, my TV just randomly turned on. It freaked me out. <laughs> so if I look at my priorities, like I I don't have enough energy to be worrying about, to be putting myself in a position to be distracted from those things. I don't have enough time and energy and focus in my day. As soon as something like grabs on, if I grab onto something and it takes my focus away from those three things and all of a sudden I don't have enough energy and focus to be the best that I can be in those areas. And I've really had to learn this the hard way. It's okay to not spend time with people that much or the, or certain people that much because it just takes a lot of your energy. And if it's that's not really a priority for me is to put my energy in, you know, it's not that relationships are not important. They really are. But we in order to create and in order to do... To me, I'm committed to being a leader. In order to be a leader, I have to be on it. I have to be on my fucking A game. I have to be doing my morning routine every every single morning. I have to be working out. I have to be eating well. I have to be, you know, off of my phone. Like those are non-negotiable things for me. And again, I don't do those things perfectly. But if I want to do, if I am going to do what I say I want to do, those have, my ducks have to be in a row. And so I'm really careful about who I spend time with because that energy does affect me. If I'm around scarce people, I'm going to be affected by that. And I know that. And that's my personal, that's just where I'm at right now. So I have to make the decision to really 
put my energy where it needs to be and and to learn to say no and to not feel guilty about it. That's been a big one for me. And, and again, like I still feel guilty sometimes for sure. And I still go back and forth, but you are the creator of your life and you get to choose what your life looks like. And you don't have to apologize to anybody about that. And you don't have to explain yourself. You just get to, and that is so freeing. And I'm working on that every single day and I'm getting better at it every single day. And I don't think I'm ever going to be perfect at it, but yeah. So the possibilities are endless, but are we in a mindset of, I can't, there's not enough. How, when, why, oh, this is happening to me. So I can't, or are we in the mindset of how can I make, how can I come into alignment with this? How can I, um, you know, focus, Focus on, on the things that I want, you know, um, what energy do I need to be in? What habits do I need to have? Like really asking productive questions and then start applying those things. Really, to me, it's like I want to eat food that is in alignment with the woman that loves her body, wants tons of energy, and is strong as fuck, is ripped, is energized, right? Like those things really matter to me. So I'm going to eat foods that are in alignment with that. You know, so, and again, like sometimes that's a fucking donut for sure. But like a lot of times it's, I eat a shit, I eat like animal-based diet and I eat um, like a lot of like really clean food because that matters to me and that's in alignment with what I am saying I want. So the possibilities are fucking endless. They are endless. And the only person getting in the way of the things that we want is ourselves. And the, the biggest thing that I've learned is how to take responsibility, is to take responsibility. It's not fucking hard. I've learned to take full responsibility for everything that's happening in my life. I've had a really, I would say kind of traumatic couple months. I've had a really hard couple months where a lot of my energy is going into, you know, some things that I, you know, haven't really shared with you guys. And fuck, like that's really gnarly. And I really want to just kind of lay on the couch and just um, hang out and not push myself until that's over because that's really been quite traumatic for me. But what I'm choosing to do is say, you know what? I don't want this in my reality anymore. I don't want this problem anymore. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And so I'm going to keep focused on the things that I do want and the life that I do want, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's scary, and even when it just quite frankly feels really hard, you know? Um, And I don't go through my days feeling like, oh, this is so hard. But I know I can always come back to, if I'm seeing it in my reality, it's because I've allowed it. It's because I've been in alignment with something's out of whack here. So where can I come back to love and where can I pull in a new reality and a new possibility to create a a new, um, to see it, to actually physically see it in front of me. So the possibilities are fucking endless. So let's shift from poor me. This is happening to me. My life is harder than your life. Like, let me fucking tell you, your life is not harder than my life guarantee it. And there's a million other women out there that are struggling with the same shit we're struggling with or worse. Like, you know, we don't need to make our problems super unique. It's just, this is what I'm dealing with right now. And how am I going to feel about this? How am I, what am I going to focus on? And how am I going to fucking get myself out of this, you know, and create something new, create a reality that I do want. So I'm going to leave you with that. I love you all. I am, as usual, posting a link to a free breakthrough call with me. So join um, 
click the link and you are gonna um, see get an application and get a call from one of our team members and then you're gonna get a call with me or another team member and we're gonna get you started on this journey of how to fucking create, how to manifest, how to shift our energy, and how to really take full responsibility for what you have in your life. So that link is in the description, and that is free. So I want to hear from you, and we want to help you. That's why we're here. That's why we share this love. So I love you all so much. Talk to you soon.